So apparently there really is potential for systemic or institutional racism here in America and more is coming. So I'm gonna show it to you right now. Hello everyone, thank you for watching. My name is Dave and this is Right All Week, the username for social media interaction. If you would like, it is at Right All Week. Emails if you want to interact with us that way. The address, rightallweek at gmail.com. If you're watching this on the YouTubes, please give us a like, hit subscribe, ring that bell for future notifications. We promise not to blow up your devices. And of course, share so that your friends and family can see what you're watching right now and hopefully coalesce around these ideas. Also, for those who are listening on the podcast, if you have the ability to give us a review, make sure it's a positive one if you would, please. It's early days also, so anyone who's sharing these things, it helps you to look good because you jumped on early and other people find it and say, hey, thanks for hooking me up with that. So do it for you as much as you do it for us, and we would, of course, be very, very grateful. So on to today's topic, talking about racism in the United States. I already did a video specifically addressing the issue from a biblical perspective. Obviously, it's bad. We don't want to promote racism, but there's a, a lot of concern out there about whether or not there is any systemic or institutional racism, racism that is encouraged by law. And it appears now we're going to see some of that is happening for real, beginning with Lincoln, Oregon. There's a county up there. They said we want to do a face mask mandate. Now, regardless, however you feel, yay or nay, regarding the uselessness or the effectiveness of face masks, uh, they did put out this order, but they also listed some exemptions. They said, okay, children under 12 is not going to be required, which makes actually a lot of sense because if you're uh, that young, the chance of fatality is as almost as close to zero as you can possibly get. And then they also said an exemption for people with disabilities who might have a hard time putting it on or using the mask. So that's kind of nice and considerate that they would do that for them. But then if you also think it's dangerous, these are people who they fit the vulnerable definition, wouldn't you say? They've already got uh, pre-existing uh, conditions. So maybe we should help them rather than exempt them. And then finally, they said, hey, we're going to provide another exemption for people of color, African-American, black citizens who feel that they might get profiled because they're wearing a mask, which just seems very interesting to me because if the law is wearing a mask, then why would you draw attention to yourself by not wearing a mask, why would we assume that if the mask is the solution, then putting one on is also the problem? But that's where they were going. They had some really weird logic there. They put it out there and basically it was national news instantaneously. People of color are exempt from a mask mandate and this would be an example of racism in America. White only mask mandate was how it was presented online by lots of media and lots of people who are writing articles and putting up posts and, you know, all the usual deal there. So of course they took enough flack over the course of the weekend and they decided, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and readdress this and we're gonna say it's for all citizens and just take that exemption part out altogether, which again, that actually makes sense. The only way that you can ever guarantee that you're doing something, if it really is for the benefit of people in general, then saying for all is the only thing that makes any sense. Again, if you want to go back to these the popular slogans, the things that are being blasted all over media now, things like Black Lives Matter. Why do Black Lives Matter? Because lives matter, okay? So that's the whole point. And all lives matter. And again, going to the biblical position on this, I talked about it in another video that's actually been flagged. So if you want to hear a biblical position on life, 
in general, check out that one uh, so you can hear that specifically. But it's been interesting to me to watch all this while to see people who actually don't agree with the intrinsic value that humanity has because of the gift from God and the dignity that God gives to us are out there trying so hard to save lives. For what purpose? And these are the same people who would also say that humanity is a plague on the earth that is going to kill the earth and we need to do make all kinds of massive consequences in order to save the earth. It's the same people. But this was the law that was getting criticized. And uh, so masks for whites, no masks for blacks if you feel that you might be uh, profiled until, of course, the heat was too much and they made a correction. Now masks for all. So we can treat everybody, you know, equally. I thought that was the idea. We're all equal under the eyes of the law. So that's the change that they made. And Snopes, of course, you know, they did the fact check originally and tried to do everything that they could to justify it and say, well, you know, who else is going to face uh, profiling concerns like this? Well, you have to overlook the fact that the, the law is for the protection of everyone, of course. So you're basically saying that it's okay for them to risk their life in order to avoid being profiled. Or in this case, if we're going to say, well, again, the mask is the law. So we're only concerned about enforcing the laws on some people. And in this case, uh, the law, the, the mask, if you were to wear a mask, you're more suspicious or you're less suspicious if it's required. I'm not quite sure how the, the logic doesn't work for me. So my brain can't even go there. And you're watching me struggle right here in real time. I'm glad that they fixed it. Of course, as soon as that adjustment was made, as of today, Snopes has already changed their story and said that this is outdated. We're talking about something that just happened. It's been four days since we originally uh, made the announcement, four days since they did the original fact check. And now they've already made an adjustment. And so they can call the thing outdated because they just couldn't wait to get that poop off their underwear. But that's what they did. And this is not the only example though. This one, maybe it was a test run to see, well, just how much can we do? How, what can we get away with? What will they tolerate? What will you accept? Well, there's another bill that's happening or another vote. It's not really a bill. It's actually a repeal. Okay. In California, Prop 209 way back was actually modeled after the Civil Rights Act of the 60s. The idea, of course, is the same thing that we just affirmed. Remember, we had the Supreme Court affirming Title VII and saying how it applied to more people than we originally thought that it did because, you know, we're going to broaden the definition of the word sex. Well, that same Title VII language was used for Prop 209 in California to add those same discrimination laws to the California Constitution. Well, now over there in all their brilliance, they want to repeal that discrimination rule. Say, you know what? Because currently you can't discriminate. You can't show favor or, or either one, either way. You can't make a decision based on somebody's race, their sex, their color, their creed, their religion, their, or all the rest of it in respect to employment or contracts. So if you feel like we want to take this language out of the Constitution, well, what is the reason? Why would you want to take that out of the Constitution? Well, because you obviously intend to do something different than what those words communicate. Those words say that you cannot choose somebody exclusively because of the color of their skin or their nationality, their nation of their origin, or because of something that they believe that you disagree with, things like that. So apparently 
they now are just being open and honest about the fact that if I see two people, regardless of whether or not they're equally uh, qualified for the job, I have other criteria I want to use in order to make that decision and give someone that contract or give someone that position. Because you know what's more important and whether or not they can do a good job is whether or not I like their skin color or whether or not I like their creeds, their beliefs, the things that they say or what they posted online. So. It's very clear what the kind of a message are trying to communicate and they actually want to vote in new things in November and this is the idea, get Prop 209 out first so that the road is clear so we can put more stuff in later and replace it with more you know, affirming language that gives us the ability to do exactly what I just described. Make decisions not based on merit or qualification or anything that has to do with maybe even the job that itself. Just these things that are specifically originally said you can't make those decisions discriminating factors. Those are the factors they now want to be allowed to use to make these decisions. So for real, yes. Are there bigots in America? Absolutely. And are they now in positions of power? Are they now trying to find ways to write laws and make rules so that they can allow their bigotry to be a part of the institution that we are living under? Yes, actually, they really are. We've made so much success in the history of this nation. This nation is a very unique history of fighting against injustices and, in fact, actually doing more than most any other place to ensure things that we now would identify with the social justice movement over the course of all the years of civil rights being among them. And now they're basically saying, well, actually, we don't like the old solutions. We want new solutions. And the new solutions are actually counteractive to the solutions that we actually fought, died, bled for, and prayed precious treasures in this nation for generations. We're throwing those all away so that we can now do exactly the opposite of what they fought for, what they died for, what this country stands for. Why would they do this, though? Why? Because of what helps them. Ask, these are the important questions we need to know. What do they gain? What do they benefit? What would be the purpose, the end goal, the ultimate means? Where do they go from here? Because it's not just today's moment. Yes, in the moment today, right now, it's a real hot thing out there to try to do everything that we can to affirm messages that come out of groups like Black Lives Matter. But they're going much, much farther. They're taking this to a place now where they're going to have power to do things beyond this immediate fad that's in this moment. We're doing more than just rewriting song lyrics or deleting episodes off of our TV history. This is much more significant and much, much more important, which is why I'm drawing attention to it today. So what do we need to do then? We're Christians. We're conservatives. We want to know what the right answer is. Well, we need to call these guys out. All right, just because just like light and dark cannot coexist, this is the, the goal that they're actually trying to do. They are intentionally trying to foment racial intention in this country because it gives them opportunity to do things like this. So we need to combat that with the message of truth. We need to expose these people for who they are and point out exactly what it is that they are doing. Things like what, we, what happened with the, the Bill and Lincoln, saying actually it doesn't make any sense that you would expose uh, exempt those who are people of color because you're actually saying it's okay for them to be in danger. Much like when they said it was okay for all of the protests, protests in air quotes because we all saw the fires, right? It's okay for those groups to gather in mass and but it's not okay for people to go to church. What who were the most of the people who were out there in the streets not social distancing and ex, you know exposing themselves to what is supposedly the most dangerous disease since the black death? 
people of color. So they're basically admitting the way that they don't value these people, the way that they use them more as a tool, as a means to an end, than to see them the way that they're supposed to see them, with eyes like Jesus sees them, the way that God sees them. They don't look at them that way. This, especially in a year like this one. We are in election year, so of course, gloves are off and extra things are being brought to the table to try to bring victories in ways that maybe we didn't previously imagine. But that's the purpose of love, light, and truth. It exposes the things that are done in the darkness. We need to call these people out. We need to call out the ways in which they are failing those who are under their care. And we need to expose their lies. We need to expose their, the ways in which they are dangerous. And news do everything that we can to remove them from their positions of power and authority and influence. Because obviously, they cannot be trusted to steward this nation. They cannot be trusted to steward us as a people. So we identify them. And then, yeah, this might require a little bit more than just, I'm just going to sit home and pray. You might actually have to call some people. You might actually have to do some work in coordinating efforts to bring a replacement, right? Because, you know, people are supposed to help still represent us. We just need to get some people in there who understand what it means to represent us and not try to divide us. Remember, he will not divide us. That was a big message a little while ago. It hadn't been all that long. We can't forget. I mean, they try to memory hold these things, but he will not divide us. Excellent message. They just identified the wrong he. The real he, the first he who wants to divide us, of course, is the evil one. He wants to divide us in all the ways that he can so he's because he's prowling around like a lion seeking whom he can devour and it's like if you ever watch the lions uh, trailing uh, chasing down the the pack on the on the nature television yeah because that's real popular these days right you know the one who gets isolated that's the one that he takes out so of course they wanted to divide us so that he can get those who he can isolate and take them out altogether but he also has people working for him foot soldiers, minions, whatever you want to call them, all right? But they are in places of power and position. They are not lurking towards righteousness. They are not in agreement with Jesus. They are in agreement with the devil. Whether they know that or not, whether they would ever see that or agree with me saying that, that's irrelevant. The fact is their efforts, their works, their fruits show the proof of it. And that's why those of us who know who Jesus is, who know what the love of God is and what it means for us to come together, be united as a nation and as a people who know what kind of leaders that we need who understand that same message, we need to go after that. We need to pursue it. But we also need to do that with the right kind of heart, understanding again, it's for a purpose, which eventually will one day lead to Jesus. All right, so this is the message that I have for you guys today. I do appreciate you watching the video. If you're still with me, thank you very much. Please remember to share these with your friends as we continue to grow. I hope to see more of you coming back, watching more videos. Once again, I am Dave, and this is Right All Week, where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters.